Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What, what, what's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here as always with my friend, my comrade in arms, Jack Barry. Jack, um, I'm alive. I'm here. You are, sir. Yes. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it was a bad week, dude. Bad week. It was rough. Um, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah, the the yeah. people had, the people uh, should know that Josh was basically on his deathbed after <laughs> um, <laughs> we 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 tried to record. So I was I was on a work trip in Spokane. We tried to record from my hotel. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, Riverside decided to absolutely take a absolute dump on us, uh, and the hotel <laughs> yeah. Wi Fi just decided yeah, to say not today. Um, so, and then the next, I think it was the next, did, was it the next day you just like called me and you're like, yeah, you looked like, I lost it, dude, you look like you were possessed. <laughs> I have never yeah. seen you like that before in I my felt life, possessed. dude. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. Looked it was rough. Bad. So it I don't know what rough. it was, but it was a head cold that turned into a fever that turned into me thinking that it was COVID because I literally lost all sense oh, yeah. of smell and taste for four days, four yeah. days. And here's the thing: like those those who those who had who have had this, know it messes with your head. Yeah, it, like it really does. You know, yep. like it. And 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 to be fair, it 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 started coming back yesterday as we're recording this. Um, and obviously, you can hear in my voice. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent yet, but dude, like. I I did the math while I was like semi out of my like head on the couch, right? So we just passed, you know, we've got we've got a couple things to cover uh, on the on this app. Mm-hmm. One, uh, you know, I'm th- I thank the Lord I'm back. I'm doing better. I'm doing okay. Thank you all for your prayers. Really appreciate it. Um, but that resulted Jack in us taking the entire week off. <laughs> right? We didn't have a yep. main app. We didn't have Patreon apps. I, like, like 
you know, I just couldn't do it. And our patrons were super, super, uh, super gracious with us. Right. Um, but I did the math, Jack. And as of last week, and I put a social media post up on it. Yeah. We just crossed four years of the reformatory. Four <laughs> years. And I'm pretty sure, I know that's true with at least me and you. And I'm pretty sure it was true with Daniel and I too. Um, I believe that that, that week that we took off, because I was sick just 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 last week, was the first missed week that we have had on the reformatory. Yeah. Now again, yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> dang sure that 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 broke our streak. That we went four yeah. solid years cranking out eps for our people. Come rain or shine, come sickness or health. Uh, we 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 have been delivering, pumping out gospel centered local church focus apps, dude, for four years. That's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. Um it's four years is, is a long is a long time. We've been around lot, more than some yeah. presidents have. Let's be honest about it. <laughs> some presidents. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, are you talking Southern Baptist presidents or, or uh, <laughs> nationwide oh. presidents oh, okay. and uh, nationwide denominational presidents? Yeah, 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 yeah. presidents? yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, dude, it's it's crazy, man. That that kind of hit me as I was sick. It's just like wow. You know, I started kind of looking back at some of the you know Facebook memories because it, yeah. you know, all the all the old videos of Daniel and I popped up. Yeah. You know. Um, as we were advertising the launch of the reformatory, you know, and the weird funky videos that, that, that we would do and where we got the term sociables, right. The, yeah. the tweaker, right. The Facebook yeah. Instagram, right. That all. Yeah. Uh, all those things still live on kind of in infamy, uh, in our verbiage. And, uh, dude, it's been, it's been a crazy ride, man. Four years. Here we are. Look at us. Yep. Look at yep. us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul Rudd about to just, Oh man. Fill his beak full of uh, sauced up yeah. wings that'll just absolutely give him heartburn for the rest of eternity. Exactly, we are still here, dude. folks. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. by we the are way, the hot ones of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, yeah. we might give people uh, heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like Highlander, there can only be one bearded co-host with Josh as well, too, because oh, Daniel, man. there oh, is word that Daniel the, sold his birthright. You're dropping this. <laughs> he you're shorn this, himself huh? for, okay, he did it for his local church, whatever, but he sold his birthright, all right? So there can only be one, yeah. people. <laughs> Highlander, Jack baby. Is, Jack is like solidifying himself <laughs> as 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 the co-host. Yeah, yeah, there, you know, dude, there has been word. There has been word, um, and confirmation, and and confirmation. I will say these aren't just rumors. Jack and I were actually uh, uh, had a little interaction with Daniel actually right before we recorded this app, in which we saw. Oh man, should I just should I show the pic? Should I do it? You what could, do you yeah. I think okay. So this is going to be for YouTube, man. If you if you guys want to see this, you're going to have to head over to YouTube. Yeah. Right, but to be fair. Let's let's give Daniel some props, okay? Um, they had a fundraiser for the school that Grace uh, Community 
down there in Minden, Nevada runs, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. a private Christian school, Grace School, right? And they had their, their fundraiser. And from what I am told, okay, from what I am told, Daniel's beard went for $12,000. $12,000. <laughs> $12,000 wow to to turn Daniel the bearded like amazing bearded man into into in, into that into right a, there look at that into a 23 year old <laughs> college student <laughs> about ready to go to Biola right there <laughs> <laughs> Biola or the Masters Seminary, yeah, one yeah, of the two. Much. But he, but he, but he already went there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so sorry, folks. Yeah, we got it. Sorry, we're clowning. We uh, we're clowning uh, on the former co-host, but we kind of. Oh, to dude, here. we we got it. We got to do it. But in all honesty, dude, uh, huge props to Daniel. Uh, every man I mean, has for- his price. And for twelve you, you grand, know, apparently Daniel's is twelve k, dude. <laughs> twelve, Mercy. twelve G's, baby, to <laughs> shave your beard. Oh my gosh! Hey, they better make him a freaking plaque. That's all I have yeah. to say. Like in memoriam, you know, put his beard like in an urn and put it on display. Like his beard needs to be hallowed through the yeah. halls of that school. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my! Put gosh. it on display yeah. in a behind a glass case. The most expensive beard trim in the history of Reformed Baptist tradition. <laughs> Mercy. Oh, my, oh goodness. my goodness. All right, Jack. Well, dude, we've we've uh, we've clowned enough. Why don't you give us some uh, some cigar reviews? Give us this yes. this week's Reformatory Cigar of the Week, and we're gonna uh, hop into our topic today, man. What do you got for us, ladies and gentlemen? We have. A Are you tuber. eating? We, I'm, are you? I'm, I'm getting some trail mix in here and there. Okay. 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 All right. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just okay, hearing we, a little. I'm just hearing little rabbit noises. Rabbit noises. <laughs> um. We have a twofer today. Ooh, we have. We not have you. one cigars. We are making up for that last week in big ways. Okay. Here. Okay. Uh, I see you. I will say. Okay. So I'll give you the first volley of what we're going to talk about. So October's for Oscar, Oscar Valadares. Mm. We're doing this per the huge. We've been doing this for going on two months now. We've done mm-hmm. August is for uh, apostates. We've done September is for Sinistro. Now we're mm-hmm. doing August is for Oscar Valadares. We will go on and do this probably for the rest of the year, I'm thinking, because it's a good thing we got going here. As, so As long as we can think of. Yeah. Brand as long as we can think of brands the, the, that match. Yeah. I know. I know. December. I definitely got a brand name for December. Um, Let's go. November is okay. going to be a little bit. November might be an interesting. That yeah, might be we'll an interesting. To, month. We'll have to we'll reach see. into the into the depths of 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 boutiqueness for yeah. that one. But yeah. So this first cigar that we're going to talk about is called the Superfly. Mm, um, yeah. I nice. think of Superfly uh, Jimmy Snuka. Uh, if you are a pro wrestling <laughs> fan of sorts. Uh, but uh, this is kind of taken uh, from the iconic um, nostalgic movie, in a sense, too, Superfly. Uh, it's very much that same kind of packaging, but there are two different cigar types. Uh, I'm not reviewing both of them. I'm just going to review one of them and then the other one as well, too, which has a lot of good reviews on it, by the way. So this one is the Super Toro 
by a uh, Super Toro Superfly Connecticut. So this is the Connecticut version of the Superfly, which is a mild to medium cigar. It's Honduran. The wrapper is Honduran, Connecticut. The binder is Honduran. The fillers, these fillers have been pretty crazy with Oscar Valadares. He kind of sticks the whole gambit of tobacco in these fillers. Is Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Dominican Republic. That's like the trinity of tobaccos. That's really good right now, to be quite honest. Uh, it is a Corona. Um, I'll tell you one thing. It uh, it the taste, even though it's a even though it's a Connecticut, it does have some a little bit of spice to it. It has some it has some good kind of baking um, kind of sense. Uh, kind of cinnamony, uh, a good, I would say this is a good fall cigar because it kind of goes well with like, if you're maybe like sipping on like a spice cider of sorts, um, it mm. can complement that very well, uh, for the taste and the flavors, the MSRP, I, I think it was, I think I got this for 10. So it's nine to 10, nine to 11 MSRP for this cigar, particular cigar. Now the next cigar this next cigar is interesting. I'm going to read off some of the accolades that this next cigar has gotten. It has gotten the top 25 of 2018 at number 24 Ooh. for Cigar Smoke. It has gotten the top 10 packaging of 2018 by Half Wheel at number 6. It has gotten a consistent score of 90 in 2018. And then by Blind Man's Puff. And then it's also got a consistent score of 93 by Cigar Smoke. It is the Alter Q. This is a definitely, this is a, uh, it's basically like a, a homage to the Mayan Empire, which it is. Basically, um, the history behind Alter Q is like a monument, uh, to kind of Mayan history, um, but the the breakdown on this is pretty much a Honduran puro almost. Um, wrapper is Sumatra Ecuadorian. Binder is Honduran. Filler is Honduran. The strength is medium. Uh, sizing is going to be Toro, and it's going to be again probably more 11 to 12 MSRP. But man, this is like it's got some good. Um, it's got some good spice notes to it. Um, it's not too crazy. I would say on it's a little bit more uh, coffeeier tasting, a little bit more of the kind of earthy tasting kind mm-hmm. of notes. So a little bit more kind of what we're used, Josh and I are used to as far as tasting notes and flavors. Um, but that alone, those num- those just statistics make it probably one of you know, high up in the the accolades of Oscar Valadares of what he offers as far as a, a blender and a brand oh, yeah. goes. That's just consistency. Yeah. So those right are on. your two cigars of the week, friends. There we go. Go enjoy the Alter Q and the Superfly. All right, those are the reformatory cigars of the week, and you know what to do, my friends. Especially during Reformation Month, go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. So, um, we got to make up for some lost time. So, 
it's Reformation mm. Month. All right, it is, and it, it it took it took a a a a possible possible COVID slash fever <laughs> to make me miss yep. a an app in Reformation Month, dude. It killed me. It's my favorite month. Okay, Reformation Month's the best. <sighs> um, so. We're gonna make up for it today. Okay, so today we're gonna to have as as we as we mentioned, it's gonna be Reformation themed episodes uh, all month, right? And today mm-hmm. we're talking about the local church and the five solas. Now, in the past, we did an entire series on the five solas. That might have been last year, might have been the year before, but we've been going for multiple years now. <laughs> so you know, it <laughs> kind of all runs together. Um, but the five solas, Jack, of the Reformation are. An essential Christian doctrine. In fact, they comprise, if you will, the essential Christian doctrines uh, of the gospel, and that you, as a as a Christian, I believe, must affirm the five solas uh, in order to be orthodox. Right now. I know way back in the days of Daniel, right, we did a series on the five solas and then we did a series on Calvinism and we made a distinction between the two because often, especially for those that are new in the Reformed faith, they can conflate, I would say, the 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 levels of the two and they place both on the level of of uh, primary doctrines, right? Um, and as we as we stated, although Jack and I both, uh, without reservation, right, uh, confess and believe in the doctrines of grace, right, Calvinism, things of that sort, we do not yeah. hold them to the level of primary doctrines. That is, doctrines that must be held in order for the individual to be orthodox, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not so with these. Right, and 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 this is something we've stated before on the Reformatory, and this is a reason why one reason why I love Reformation Month is because it gives us, I would say, a a a focused opportunity, a set aside opportunity to talk about these very valuable, ground level, but vital truths, right, and. We wanted to do at least one ep on the five solas in the local church, right, and why they are important yeah. to us. So um, I'll give just a very quick, you know, just a very quick uh, history lesson, right, on why yeah. these popped up. Basically, you have the five solas that are, if you will, the rallying cries of the Reformation, the the truths that were placed, if 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 you could use the imagery of of a banner, right? What truths came out of the Reformation? It was it was these. Right, yeah. Um, the five solas being sola scriptura, which means scripture alone, solus Christus, right? Christ alone, right? Um, sola gratia, right? Grace alone, sola fide, faith alone, right? And to the glory of God, sola deo gloria, right? To the glory yeah. of God alone, right? And what these truths are speaking of is uh, the 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 uh, the the core doctrines of the gospel. How is someone saved, right? Because if we're going to be orthodox, if we're going to be Christian, if we're going to be Protestant in our theology, we must understand what the Protestant or the protesters, right, what they yep. were confessing. And the whole reason for the Reformation was that there would be a reforming, 
a reforming back to the original truths of the gospel that had been uh, distorted and bastardized by the Catholic Church of the time, right? And that's what these five solas are, is they are returning to a reforming to the truths of Scripture that had been there forever, but had been lost and forgotten. And God used the very faithful men and women of the Reformation uh, to bring these truths back and to fan the flame of Reformation that spread throughout Europe, right? And we remember those days and that movement as the Reformation today. And these five solas, Jack, are the, the, the essential truths that came out of that, 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 that light was shown and sh- shined once again on the truths of Scripture, the truths of the gospel, the unadulterated, unbastardized truths uh, that the gospel that is by faith in Christ and Christ alone, and that that salvation is a gift of grace and grace alone, and that is received by faith and faith alone, right? And it is revealed only through the pages of Scripture and not personal revelation or or personal interpretation of a pope or a priest, but Scripture alone, mm-hmm. and that all of it culminates together perfectly for the glory of God and the glory of God alone, not the exaltation of man, not the exaltation of those that are able to read Latin or those that have placed themselves in political or religious power, but yeah. for the glory of God alone. Right. So, Jack, I just I, I look at the five solas of the Reformation and I see such need for them, especially mm-hmm. in the context that we find ourselves today, Jack, because I don't know about you. I'll throw this over to you right now. But I'm with Papa Sproul <laughs> that we need yeah. a Reformation today. The sure. need for the Reformation has not ended. And we no. need to constantly be going back to these essential truths of the five solas as a local church if we want to remain on the right course. Yeah, I would say that the the five solas too were not just uh, a looking back to, uh, kind of grounding us back into the gospel again and what the gospel means. It's also a grounding, it's also kind of a rebuttal uh, against what the Catholic Church became. And I think I want to make a distinction here too because some, some what the reformers were doing in the five solas is they were not i think there's a uh, a misconception about a lot of um differences in what the reformation was trying to do the reformation was not trying to blow up the catholic church necessarily uh mm-hmm. the reformation was trying to to do what a lot of reform documents and confessions uh, and catechisms talk about is it's literally trying to reform the church. It's trying Mm -hmm. to bring it back. It's trying to make it uh, in a way that reflects what scripture is teaching us, what God has, has told us throughout church history to those effects. And really like, how it's how the five solas are doing this is first like you're emphasizing sola scriptura over the pope all right, right. so you're saying scripture right. has the authority not right. a human being um right. that is fallible to interpret right. to give understanding not a pope not a lead pastor yeah exactly right 
Um, yeah. So you have you have Sola Scriptura that's going against that. And I would say, mm-hmm. if the reformers, I think the reformers would would say this as well too. Sola Scriptura is always misquoted as solo Scriptura, but it's like you need to remember like Sola Scriptura is sola and tota, like all of mm-hmm. it and like the whole of it, like the whole of Scripture, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it is that, right? Mm-hmm. I think some people yeah. take sola scriptura and they make it so low. Um, but yeah. we need to remember that scripture is written by God through um, through different authors over a period of time. And also we need to remember like the totality of scripture, that it is the Old right. Testament and the New Testament. It is not, you know... In, in the words of Josh, bastardized, like some people in church history have done, where they've only taken certain mm-hmm. slivers out of it, and they said, that's it, that's what the Bible mm-hmm. is. No, like the right. Old Testament, the and, New Testament. And, and it doesn't mean that there are not other other resources by which we can learn and should learn, such as creeds and confessions, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's another that's another part of that, of that solo scripture, as they look at that and say, well, the scripture's my only authority. It's like, well, not necessarily, Right. You have many other authorities in your life other than scripture that you are called to follow. Right. Yeah. It means that scripture is the final authority that all other authorities must submit to the standard of scripture. It doesn't mean that we cannot fall underneath the authority of, say, a confession as we do in our mm-hmm. church. Right. 1689 yeah. is 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 over me in authority and that I have agreed to submit myself to its doctrinal distinctions. But the 1689 bends the knee to scripture. And yeah. must so, right? Yeah. So that's that's another aspect, right? Solo, right, is not what we're saying. Sola, meaning it is yeah. the final, ultimate authority, right? Sorry. Yeah. Go for it. And I think as well, too, like with like Sola Scriptura, one of the rallying cries in the Reformation, too, was Sola Fide. Was this, mm. was this focus and emphasis on faith and the I think Josh and I were supposed to talk about this a little bit more, but like the 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 justified shall live by faith, kind of this idea yeah. that's yeah. really started in the Old Testament, uh, as seen by the character of Abraham and the the covenant that God makes with Abraham, but then also really like brought down to us in the New Covenant that all who would look to Jesus uh, by faith, who trust mm-hmm. in Him like shall be given eternal life like that is kind of the definite but it's also reboot like rebutting against like roman catholicism at the time that really was focused on indulgences like you're you're like you have to buy your way (laughs) to get like a certain amount of like faith and stuff like that which is kind of interesting because we do like josh said we do need a reformation today because how many people have been influenced by the kind of typical prosperity gospel, um, the sow a seed, sow a seed of yeah. money? Like that's no right. different than than kind of what they were doing back then in the Reformation. Only now you have sequins and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, a little bit more like glitter on that turd i guess um but yeah well well uh, and you see you see sola fide 
Like it is not simply a New Testament truth. You see sola fide yeah. all the way back in Numbers, right? Think about when yeah. the Israelites were stricken with the affliction, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord tells, you know, he tells Moses, place a serpent on a staff and, and raise it up, right? And what are the people called to do? Look upon the serpent, right? Look upon the image of your death and you shall mm-hmm. be saved, right? And you see a picture of Christ, being being raised on a pole, right? He had become death for his people, and all who simply look on him are saved. They place their faith, and they look on the object of their faith, right? And their sickness is 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 cured, right? So we see this beautiful picture of sola fide, even in the Old Testament, that is ultimately perfectly fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. Um, um, a little fun, fun tidbit. If you ever look on the back of any ambulance whatsoever or hospital, the universal sign for healing that's on the back of those ambulances is a snake on a pole. Yep. There you go. Yep. Now, there you when go. you see ambulance, you see that <laughs> snake on a pole. That's why. I'm telling you. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> There's people right now that heard this. That heard this, and they're like, "Wait, what?" What? Hold on. What? Mm-hmm. Next time you look at that ambulance, the universal sign that we use in America for for healing is the snake on a pole, right? All the way back in numbers, baby. Numbers twenty one. <laughs> the bronze. I'm telling you, dude. It's oh, it's. I love it so much. Anyway, sorry, Jack. It's enough to make one post mill, but not quite. But not quite. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, I I thought you were I thought you were trying to lob one up for the post mill so they get all jacked up on our podcast. No, 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 no. So yeah, and then um, sola gratia in the same way, um, you know, by mm. grace alone. Like this is like, um, you know, by faith through grace, right? That kind of combination yeah. statement in Ephesians chapter two. Um, for yeah, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Right. So these are kind of like the two like Carl Malone and John Stockton of the of the mm-hmm. Reformation, if you work that in in sequence right. with with the, it's the other chocolate and peanut butter, man. Yep. And then you also have like Solus Christus is an absolute rebuttal to what Josh was talking about, to this idea that um, we need to have other mediators uh, in our place in order for us to commune with God. Um and the Reformation was like, no, you actually just need Jesus. You don't need priests. You don't need the Pope. Mm-hmm. Like, you need Jesus. You don't need Mary. You need Jesus to basically be your mediator and trust in him because he is a far better mediator than any one of those people that we just named. Right. And then um, uh, for the glory of God alone. Like, right? So, like, a lot of it... A lot of that is a kind of like a rebuttal to, in a sense, to this this way in which the Catholic Church was kind of, you know, trying to get glory, uh, and then yeah. ultimately trying to give that glory to God, kind of being the mediator again. Like, okay, I don't need right. to give glory to the Church; I need to give or right. to Mary or to any other mediators, like. I need to give glory to God, uh, to the triune God of Scripture, who's actually mm-hmm. mediating for me um, through the person and work of Jesus Christ, and that that is 
my access to that is by faith, through grace, and by the scripture. Yep. Yeah. So there's like ways in which that the Reformation was really rebutting against the Catholic Church and wanted the Catholic Church to really reform. Not blow it up, yep. but to right. to do <laughs> to do what Jesus did, to basically mm-hmm. say, go into the temple and just kind of symbolically destroy it in a sense in order that God's way, God's purified way can be upheld instead of man's way yeah. of doing things. So, yeah. 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 And, and you see, you know, the greatest atrocities of the, of the Catholic church in the times of the reformation was creating a gospel that was Jesus plus Jesus and Right. Yeah. And and so many things filled that second space. It was Jesus and my works, Jesus and my money, Jesus and my indulgences, Jesus and my time, Jesus and as many, you know, uh, you know, steps up, up the up in Rome that I can climb Jesus and as many, uh, you know, ritualistic, uh, you know, Chotskys I can touch. Right. Jesus (laughs) and how many teeth of John the Baptist I can lay my eyes on. Right. And it was just all of these things that you had to do in order to shave time off purgatory in order to 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 lessen the 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 heat of God's holy eyes upon you it was believe in Jesus and make sure that you are checking this box checking this box checking this box oh and by the way you're not able to do that yourself so that's why we're here Right. And you had a corrupt church that was a corrupt state with corrupt priests that were living high off the hog and taking advantage of the position that they were in. Right. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing, Jack. This is why we need a reformation today is because this happens today. There are so many individuals in Protestant churches, mainline denominations Reformed churches, Calvinistic churches, Baptist churches, Presbyterian churches that believe in a gospel that is Jesus plus. All right. And it's a it is a real issue in the church that we see so much effort time and time again being placed in truly these 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 almost indulgent like endeavors to make God love me more or to convince myself that I'm doing enough to be worthy of the gift that God has given me in Christ. And we forget so many of the foundational truths that the salvation that you have, right? The glory, what makes this gospel so glorious is that you deserve none of it. And you could work for a thousand lifetimes and not come one step closer to being more worthy of the gift of pure salvation that was given to you. But through Jesus Christ being raised up on that pole, you are called to look on him and live. And you are called to believe in the works that Christ has done not your worthiness, not your efforts, not what you bring to the table, not your ability to serve the local church, 
not your ability to be a good pastor or to be a good elder or to be a good deacon or to be a good member. None of those keep you saved. None of those save you. Mm. Reading your Bible does not save you. Praying the sinner's prayer does not save you. Your baptism does not save you. Taking communion does not save you. Only Jesus Christ and believing in his work has the ability to save. And we so often in the church, Jack, get these things conflated and we begin to blend things that shouldn't be blended. And we have such a high view of the sacraments as we should, such a high view of the local church as we should, such a high view of our our role uh, to 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 do good works in the name of Christ as we should. But none of those are high enough in order that they should be blended with the highest truths of the gospel. And that is that it is by grace alone, through faith alone, by Christ alone, that you are saved. And we have to understand this, Jack, because when we get these relationships twisted, and we begin to conflate those two, it does not make our service sweeter. It adds poison to that well. Mm -hmm. And now we begin to serve Christ, serve our brothers and sisters, not out of love and out of gratefulness and out of thankfulness for the work that has been done on our behalf, but out of a sense of duty. And out of a sense of 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 having having to make sure that I earn my keep, that I'm doing enough, right? That I'm mm-hmm. reading my Bible enough, that I'm praying enough. Now, look, reading your Bible and praying is vital. <laughs> Serving your brothers and sisters yeah. in the local church, being part of that community, vital, right? We, you've heard us talk about it. you. You can't be a a you can't be an obedient Christian and not do those things, right? Yeah. But they cannot be done out of a motivation of trying to earn that which is unearnable, that which is unattainable, mm-hmm. right? And that's the whole point of the gospel. That was the whole point of the Reformation, is you had an entire church convincing people that salvation was a means of gain, and that you could somehow earn your way to it. And you had popes and priests and vicars collecting on a debt that had already been paid thousands of years before on a cross at Calvary. And we as the church can so easily set our own hearts up as little popes, Mm -hmm. right? And little priests that are greedy, greedy for greedy greedy to 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 be to to have this desire to be part of the equation (laughs) right like salvation like i've got to insert myself somehow in here right we see that mentality all the way at the all the way at the at the very beginning of the garden right we sinned what was the first thing that we did we tried to fix it ourselves Mm -hmm. right we tried to work we tried to earn it we made ourselves close like oh we can fix this we feel shame. Let me fix this. Right? And then we see God do it better the way that it should be and be the provider. Right? And it was through sacrifice. Right? Mm-hmm. So, Jack, 
we need a reformation today. The work of the reformation is not done. And we might not be taking on the grand, you know, church state that was the Catholic Church of the time, even though we should still be praying for our Catholic brothers and sisters that they would come to a correct understanding of the gospel. By all means, we must be doing that. But yeah. this reformation needs to be done within the doors of our Protestant churches. And that we must come back to a correct understanding of the gospel. Because that's when the local church is the sweetest. The fellowship is the deepest. The service is the most profound. And we are on mission together, bringing the gospel to our communities and to this world. But it requires that we understand the gospel first. And that's where these five solas of the Reformation come in, man. Yeah. And also represents, too, an understanding of kind of Jesus in the Gospels. Like, look at Jesus in the Gospels compared to the time of the Reformation. And I think what the Reformers were trying to do, like, Jesus is not, Jesus is specifically saying over and over again, I have not come to abolish the law. I have come Mm -hmm. to fulfill it. I have come to do these things in which the prophets, which the law and the prophets have talked about. And I think the reformers were trying to take their cue from Jesus in this way as well, too, and say, man has encrusted his own kind of slimy ways and dealings uh, in the ways of God so much that literally God has to intervene in a certain way, um, which Jesus absolutely did. He intervened in the absolute most um, bloody and sinful act that man has committed upon God, but also in the most glorious way and the most sacrificial way too, in that, you know, Jesus Christ was, um, was murdered. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say, yes, he was, that murder was instituted by the Romans, but the Mm -hmm. Jewish officials killed him because they couldn't stand the fact that, the Messiah had come and called them on their bluff, really, <laughs> on their on their encrusting of God's ways and the, the ways in which God wanted things to be through the Jewish people. And finally, when you have Jesus coming to fulfill those things, they don't care. So I think I think what Luther and Zwingli and Calvin and guys like Tyndale, uh, guys like Jan Hus were trying to point back to is that Jesus, like we are are in the same line in which Jesus was trying to make sure that his church goes forward, that the gospel goes forward, and that we are looking to King Jesus for basically our orders and our ultimate purpose, not in the ways of man, not in the ways of religiosity that we've built up and that we've kind of encrusted the gospel with, but we need to go back this, this kind of, there's a, there's another kind of word um, that the reformers use called ad fontes. Like we need to go back to mm-hmm. the sources. We need to go back yeah. to the, the original fountains of truth. Right. Mm-hmm. So the reformers are really taking their cues from Jesus as well too. Like Jesus is, yeah. if you look at, <laughs> if you look at Calvin or if you look at Luther and Calvin and everybody else, they are going against the state in this way. And in Jesus's day, 
the state was Ro- was the Roman authorities, but the Roman authorities were in cahoots with the Jewish Sanhedrin and the Jewish leaders. And I think there's there's a carefulness that we need to put up put upon what we're talking about when we when we go that way, because in some ways people carry that way of Jesus going against Jewish leaders means a demolition of the ways <laughs> yeah. in which. You know, uh, the ways in which like, you get, God a bunch, really, you get like, a bunch of like 1990s youth group shirts called like says Jesus was a rebel. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I mean, you have that, but then you also have like some really bad teaching on um, what we know, like a lot of neo-Nazis teach a lot of anti-Semitism oh, sure. and oh, stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah, can be taken yeah, yeah. in a very odd direction that way um, oh, versus sure. what God's really doing is showing us that. His Messiah, who is ethnically Jewish, who has fulfilled the law and the prophets in the Old Testament, uh, that has told of what he is coming to do, he is still continuing to do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't think we can take away from what Jesus has has fulfilled. And they, the reformers, that was kind of their rallying cry as well, too, of like, we need to mm-hmm. take our orders and our cues from the Gospels and keep right. reforming, um, like we talked about in our first episode of this month, or else we will end up in the position of mediocre, of kind of slacking, of resting on our laurels, and we're just going to be end up like the Pharisees saying, you know, we're going to be out of our minds. We're not going to be following God right. anymore. We're just right. going to be trying putting ourselves in the seat. And collaborating with whatever governments we can in order to get our ways, so sure, sure, yeah, or 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 it or it, you know, I mean, we should be very, very careful to boast lest we fall, right? And that mm-hmm. we see what happened in the Catholic Church when they did that, right? And we can see that in our own localized churches as well, right? And that gets into you know that gets into a whole a whole other you know can of worms that we've talked about a lot right when you have pastors that get too big for their britches right and they forget yep. that they are men under authority that have an over shepherd right and they are called mm-hmm. to lead like Christ has led right and we see the same problems arise just as it did in the catholic church it can happen in our churches as well right which is why we must be semper reformanda always reforming ad fontes always coming back to the source which is the authority of the holy word of god right and that's why these five solas i love them so much and why they should be taught in my in my belief every october in every church right we should be going through a short series of the five solas the foundational truths of Christianity, the pillars of our faith, right? They're that important. They're that important. Mm -hmm. So Jack, um, you know, you can tell we skipped a week because we are, we are long winded. I say we, (laughs) it's probably me. Like all the, all the saved hot air that normally gets blown out of this, out of my, out of my mouth. Right. Uh, I I didn't, I didn't have an outlet last week. So you get all of the, all the, Pemped up, you know, uh, <laughs> Reformation Month angst this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But Jack, um, 
I think uh, I think that's all she wrote on this one, man. So I think why don't, why don't you get us out of here and we'll uh, go record some Fs for our patrons because they have been patiently waiting, and and we owe them. We owe them. Yes, yes. Big Eva has sung, Josh, and when Big Eva sings, mm-hmm. that means it's time for us to talk about ways in which you can follow us, engage with us on the sociables, like Josh talked about the Facebook, the Metaverse, yes. if you will. Yes. The Instagram goes well with chocolate and marshmallow. And the sociable, formerly known as Twitter, X. Um, dude, it sounds so ridiculous every time I Don't say give that. It to you. Um, <laughs> you can follow us all at those sociable platforms at the tag at Reformatory Pod. You can drop us uh, some episode ideas in the future. You can drop us mm-hmm. cigar recommendations. You can drop Ooh, us yes, please. a question. Uh, a question maybe that you have for us anything along those lines like we mm-hmm. we haven't done an episode of like mailbag before because I don't think we get real a whole lot of mail on on the reformatory sometimes we should change we that people send us some mail yeah send us some DMs slide into our DMs send us an email <laughs> reformatorypod at gmail.com like we do have an email you can send, send it anywhere we, we, we could do a mailbag mailbag sounds kind of fun yeah and Josh, yeah. you can tell the lovely people how they might support us here on our endeavors to support the local church and make it central to the believer's life in other endeavors, if you will, sir. That's right. I can. Well, Jack already mentioned uh, some of them. You can uh, get in touch with us. All right. We really would appreciate that. If you're on Apple or Spotify, we'd ask you to give us a little rating, a little five stars for five solas. All right. Help mm-hmm. us out. All right. Helps get the podcast out to more people. We would really appreciate that. We're on YouTube. So if you would like to watch, in addition to listen to these episodes, head on over to youtube.com slash reformatorypod. You can find us there, and you can see our ugly mugs, as well as hear our ugly mugs. Uh, Last but not least, we have a Patreon. It's the all-access premium edition, The Podluck. That's right, for $5 a month and $5 only. All right, it's a one-time, or one, it's a, it's a once a month, once a month fee, right? We're not raising it. It's five bucks. That's all it is. That's a pumpkin spice latte a month. You could have access to the exclusive Reformatory Lounge in which you get bonus episodes every week. Unless, for some reason, Josh is on his deathbed with possibly COVID. Unconfirmed. That's true. All right. But, you know, it was something. All right. You'll get bonus episodes. You get you get video and picture content. You get exclusive access to Jack and I. All for $5 a month. And if you choose to do that, if you give us that $5 holla, our pledge to you is that your name shall be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of the podcast. That is our pledge to you and only you. We thank you guys for listening. Happy Reformation Month. We back, baby. Mm-hmm. We'll be back yeah. next week with more Reformation Month goodness. And, uh, and I just love it. I love it so much. Thank you all for listening. And we will catch you on the next step of the reformatory.